Hi, my name is Jamie from Scribendi.com, and today I'm going to provide you with some editing tips on using an active and a passive voice. One interesting aspect of editing and proofreading the broad range of papers submitted to us is that distinct patterns have emerged in the types of changes needed to improve these papers. Many of the same types of problems and issues are repeated over and over again by different authors in papers covering a wide range of subjects. This indicates widespread misunderstanding or lack of knowledge of common writing principles. This and subsequent articles that address making comparisons properly and the wandering only will provide authors with a quick and easy reference guide to tighten up their writing. Editing tips. Watch out for passive voice. One of the most common weaknesses in the documents that we receive, especially academic writing, is the overuse of the passive voice. The sentence, Tom punched Bob, is written in active voice. Bob was punched by Tom is a passive voice. Your high school English teacher was right. Passive voice does sound weak. It's okay sometimes, but it should be used sparingly. Active voice should always be your first choice. Choose passive only if the particular sentence warrants it. Consider the sentence, in this experiment it was tested whether, and in this paper the following issues are discussed. We see these constructions in nearly every scientific paper we receive. These simple changes make the paper easier for readers to follow as well as clarify and tighten the writing. Using passive voice can obscure your subject. Another problem with the passive voice is that it often obscures the subject, so readers are left to guess about who is performing the action of the sentence verb. Frequently, we see sentences that begin with phrases such as, It has been noted that, or, This compound has been known to react with. These constructions leave readers wondering, Noted by whom? And, Known by whom? A good alternative is a direct citation such as, Smith noted that, or, Since Johnson's study, scientists and researchers have known that. This makes it clear to readers where the knowledge comes from and gives them some general information about the topic. Use active voice and keep your audience engaged. Two general goals of all writing are to catch and then hold readers' attention, ensuring that they want to keep reading. Active voice helps to accomplish these goals by shortening the prose and making it stronger and more direct than passive voice. Use the active voice because it gives a paper focus and imparts a feeling of forward motion, implying to readers that the narrative does indeed lead somewhere, instead of giving them the meandering feeling that passive voice often elicits. Which voice is being used? If you're in doubt of which voice is being used, consider the following questions. Does the sentence emphasize the verb's actor or its recipient? Active voice stresses the actor and the action, not the recipient of the action. Does the sentence make it clear to readers who is performing the verb's action, or is the verb's subject absent or unclear? Passive voice often leaves readers wondering about who performed the action, but active voice makes this clear. In active voice, a sentence's actor usually precedes the verb, but the actor usually follows the verb in a passive voice. Become an active writer. Writing in the active voice may seem strange at first, especially for those who favor passive voice, such as arts and humanities writers. Once you get a hang of it, you might be surprised how much it improves your paper's readability and therefore reader's interest. Having trouble becoming more active in your writing? Send your document in for an English grammar check, and one of our editors will be happy to kick your passive voice problems. This podcast was brought to you by Scribendi.com, because grammar matters. Mm-hmm.